0: You hear a lot of words thrown around the state government technology community when we talk about development. And when I say development, I do mean the way that developers and programmers and IT officials build programs and services. But I also mean the methodology and the mentality that comes with that development and how it's changing the way that government works from the ground up. And in the past, it's been a slow crawl. You work on a project, sometimes for years until it's done, and then you release it to the public or even to your employees internally. But by the time that happens, maybe it's out of date or maybe technology has advanced enough that the service isn't even needed the way that it once was. But there's a new way of thinking in town, and the very approach could change how state government functions. Priorities back for its third season here on State Scoop. For the last two seasons, State Scoop has drilled down in the top 10 items that state CIOs care most about, according to our friends at Nasio, and we've talked with dozens of government leaders about why. This season is no different. Over the next two weeks and months, we'll go again through that list of the most pressing topics on the minds of government tech leaders this year and talk about how it will impact them for the years to come. But for today, we are going to tackle agile development, that methodology I was talking about earlier. According to 2017 NASIO data, 70%, percent 7 of IT professionals they surveyed across state government reported that Agile is strongly supported and it has helped avoid wasted money from ineffective IT projects and helped avoid large IT project failures. So today, we're going to talk to a handful of technology leaders from three different states. You heard me, three about how they are approaching Agile and how it's changing the way that they operate. Our first guest today is Sandra Vashon. She is the Enterprise Project Management Office Director for the state of Vermont. Sandra, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Jake. We're also joined today by Glenn Poplowski, the Chief Solutions Officer for the state of North Carolina's Department of Information Technology. Glenn, welcome to Priorities.
1: I appreciate the opportunity.
0: Finally, from the state of Colorado, we are joined by two leaders. With us today, we have William Chumley, the state's Chief Customer Officer, and Stacey Moore, a Project Manager in the State. William, Stacy, thanks so much for being on Priorities today. Thanks, Jake. Glad to be here. With that, let's let's jump right in. Sandra, I want to go to you first and hear about Vermont's foray into Agile. Tell us a little bit about how Agile development has taken hold in your state and what results you have seen so far.
2: Absolutely. Thank you for uh, the opportunity. So, Currently, the state of Vermont, I would say, is in its early stages of adopting and implementing agile methodologies. Um, We're currently engaging in statewide lean process improvements uh, through the Governor's Program to Improve Vermont Outcomes Together initiative, uh, which began in about 2017. So, many folks in the state are getting trained on lean methodology, and I do believe that this has been extremely helpful to begin setting the tone for the direction that we want to go in, uh, becoming more focused on continuous improvement in an agile environment. Additionally, within the Project Management Office, uh, we are beginning to execute some of the IT projects using specifically the Scrum methodology for new implementations and Kanban for maintenance type of IT projects. And we're also dabbling into uh, picking a few pilot IT projects that are less risky to begin implementing that Scrum methodology um, and then training our respective team members as well.
0: Gwen, same question for you. Tell 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 us about what you're seeing in North Carolina.
2: It started
1: in pockets across a few of the agencies in the last few years using the Agile Scrum methodology. For those projects that involved the vendor solution, the vendors were actually the, uh, the ones driving the use of Agile since it was the preferred methodology and it worked very well with the platform offering. We have also seen in the last uh, five years Agile adoption where there is more of a centralized development team doing custom development. Again, they're using Scrum and also using some Kanban in their operations. In both cases where it worked well, uh, training was given to all the key project stakeholders, including the business, um, which obviously fills the product owner role going forward for these efforts and obviously through the research that's been out there the last few years, the business and IT and these agencies as well as others now have really come to understand and in some cases are seeing the benefits of leveraging agile methodology versus waterfall. So thus far the um, results have been positive. Um, also now in the past, um, we used to, the state used to buy COTS monolithic tightly coupled solutions. Now we have uh, loosely coupled platform offerings out there such as ServiceNow, Microsoft Dynamics, Salesforce, and more, which lend themselves to agile methodologies. So the business is seeing um, more usable products sooner and the ability to change more than in the past. As a result of these changes and successes with agiles, so with some of these agencies, we are undertaking an agile transformation enablement effort to enable the use of Agile methodologies across state agencies starting at the project level. Uh, Some of the key objectives include demonstrating, educating key stakeholders on the benefits of Agile methodologies, uh, Scrum and Kanban, as well as looking at scale long-term to deliver faster and with higher quality, start to build that Agile culture optimize and standardize some of our processes, including tools, and then build an agile training curriculum for the key roles, such as product owner and scrum master.
0: William and Stacy, I I know this is something that Colorado is is definitely thinking about as your information technology agency continues its growth and its change. How has Agile taken hold in Colorado, and and what, what results have you and the team seen so far?
3: Compared to Glenn and Sandra, very similar that we started getting our toe in the water based on some vendor needs five years ago, really small percentage of the projects, but super complicated areas that needed better release management, better change management, and really seeing the impact, getting the business to change its approach. Uh, One thing that we experienced was always being blamed for not being urgent enough, and so if you can get the business to commit to the testing and seeing the system and the system being live all the time, that has really transformed our process. So within the last five years, starting at a smaller, it was still a $40 million effort, but a small one of our major projects, we now have 12 of our major efforts, which is 31% of the major projects in Colorado, all using the Agile methodology. It's over half of the total project spend on the major initiatives. What we've seen really evolve is trust in the IT organization and the vendors to achieve modernizations. And in order to do the modernizations, we're having to partner with the vendors significantly and um, really evolve that specific approach and see the results. I can let Stacy talk a little bit more about some of the things that we've seen achieved
4: We see we are able on our projects to see risks, issues, bugs a lot quicker and continuously on these projects. So we're able to look at them and resolve them and address them as we go. So when we deploy, instead of deploying a big bang solution, it is uh, something that we do continuously and we are more on track when we do finally deploy. So I think that's been one of the advantages as well.
0: So I talked a little bit at the beginning about this idea of of waterfall that's slowly working its way out of state government. Glenn, with such a long history of waterfall methodology, what have the challenges been to the embrace of Agile?
1: The state of North Carolina has seen several challenges. We would probably say the biggest challenge has been getting the uh, business on board and understanding the level of commitment required when utilizing Agile methodologies. Other challenges have included staff knowledge and skills, uh, fiscal, procurement, service delivery, testing and security. In the case of staff knowledge and skills, all the key stakeholders on the project really need to understand Agile, the terminology, the processes, approach and the roles, etc. As noted previously, we've seen success in the past when the project key stakeholders are all trained up front on Agile and the expectations, and it's the reason why we want a training curriculum as part of our Agile transformation enablement effort. We've seen in one case actually where the vendor proposed an Agile approach, but the business was not ready for it, so understanding that up front and being comfortable and committed is critical. With physical, we have to educate them on the new approach to budgeting. We will not necessarily know how many sprints it's going to take to complete a product backlog and therefore know the full budget. So we're really looking at different approaches like team capacity or product line funding approaches. Uh, With procurement too, we've realized we have to restructure our deliverables-based contracts associated with um, sprints and ensure that we have what we call um, minimal viable product going forward for those sprints to be delivered. And also in terms of service delivery or operations, they need to understand the delivery method and enable changes to some of their processes, especially um, change management. Um, which we're running into right now in terms of the current way they approach change management isn't conducive to our Agile methodologies right now. So we're going through that learning process to change. The current process needs to be more adaptable to Agile and DevOps going forward. And with Agile, we also need to have a robust testing strategy that includes automated regression bucket testing as well as identifying security vulnerabilities as part of the development process. So all these are opportunities and challenges for building and understanding Agile and where it's applicable going forward.
0: What about you, Sandra? What what challenges have you seen with Agile in Vermont? Um,
2: well, in general, the state of Vermont is eager to move into a more Agile way of working. Uh, I think much of this stems from the lean training that began in 2017 across the state of Vermont. Uh, The most challenging perspective is to get folks speaking the same language as Glenn mentioned and understanding Agile terminology and specifically what the Scrum methodology framework uh, looks like. How do you get from point A to point Z in a project that is in an Agile method? So some of the ways that we're working to overcome this is by first getting all of our, our PMO staff trained and certified in the Scrum um, as it's our i t project managers are our biggest uh, process champion, so they can best help to uh implement this process. Um, we're also slowly introducing Scrum by working in a hybrid waterfall Scrum model uh, on some of our projects in order to begin introducing the concept before we go full-fledged into an all-Agile model for all IT projects.
0: William and Stacy, what about in Colorado? What, what challenges have there been
3: to Agile in your state? Well, Jake, I wanted to highlight two parallels with Glenn that really the biggest commitment is to get the business and in, in customer side in the state, other state agencies to understand the commitment they need to make early on, and then they'll see the rewards later, and they can see much faster um, output, but also to have dedicated teams working together. Um, Another thing which affects state government often, I think, is in procurement. We had an example where a contract was written to go to RFP, but the solution was mandated as, Waterfall. And so we had two estimates from that vendor and the waterfall was three times as expensive, like three million versus one million for some effort. And then we, we went through and worked with the controller's office to get that contract terminology, but also to move state procurement into a new modern era. So I thought that could save us a lot of money. Uh, i 'm going to let Stacey give you some other highlights that, that we 've seen as challenges to moving that direction. I think once the, once the business experiences it going well, then they're excited, but it 's that big hurdle at the beginning of getting over getting over that hump
4: right, so they have to come to the table more regularly, but then they get to see their solution more regularly as well so just reiterating a little bit what others have said. Um, you know, understanding what Agile and Scrum is, so training is big, but even more than that is how to apply an Agile framework. And people getting used to how the scope of a project is going to be a little more fluid than the, than the schedule. Some think, um, you know, in Agile there is no schedule, but what's funny, in Agile the schedule is set. You have a cadence. You are going to get together and plan at the beginning of two weeks or whatever the length of your iterations are. You're going to develop and test and demo, and you're going to do that all over every two weeks, and getting used to the fact that that is not going to change. You're going to deliver a minor minor release. Every single who knows what it's going to be, and then a major one, maybe every quarter. That will not change. customers, when they get used to the fact that they're going to get something, they're going to be able to see things every two weeks or so. They're going to be able to have something put into uh, an environment every quarter. When they get used to that, they see the value in coming to the table, but that's also a challenge to get used to. Um, Another thing is just contracting can be a challenge because government contracting, right, government contracting, um, people like to think all the details should be in the contract. And in Agile, that's very hard to do. So we actually are working on that with a couple of our Salesforce vendors to see if we can um, improve on that a little bit more.
0: We are running out of time here today, and, and we've only got time for one more question for all four of you. William and Stacy, we'll go right back to you first. How do you see Agile shaping the future of the way that state government does business, and, and what results could we see as Agile is embraced a little bit more? Thanks, Jake.
3: I think that one thing our – every state's is probably faced with, and I always like to tell my team, is we need to do, do more with the same or do more with less. And I think that it's really a struggle that we have so many legacy applications that how can we use these new platforms and transform how we do business, deliver service to the citizens. I think the, that is the key transformation is getting all of the agencies, getting the governors and the, the statewide strategy and alignment that we've seen this Save money. We've seen it deliver things faster. You see results quicker, and I think citizens are going to demand that. Even though you know the appetite for IT just continues to grow and grow. Um, We're having a meeting this week with our legislature about why IT is so expensive, and it's just it's the way consumers want to see things delivered, and and they want to see it like Google. That you're it's always there. It just evolves. You get an enhancement. You never even know about it. And I think that's the the indicator of the future that we really need to work towards,
4: right? And you know, the transformation to value add thinking, um, I believe, is going to make the biggest long term, is going to have the biggest long term impact. Because when we start thinking, what is going to make the biggest difference for the customer on our long list of work that we don't have enough resources to do, that that's what we should do first. That thinking, I think, is going to make the biggest difference.
0: And and Glenn, tell us about the future of state government operations with Agile from your perspective.
1: Well, we definitely will see the um, level of service, ease of consumption of those services and more greatly improved for our citizens and business at a more rapid pace than we have seen in the past. Also with the digital transformation that is going on across government, we are seeing more of a focus on the customer, the end user, and the outcomes they desire having the services go to where the user is, uh, and agile methodologies are a critical component of that digital transformation going forward. So we expect to see continuous improvement to the services or changes to those services more often. In the end, it's, it's going to be more of a, the citizens should expect and more going forward to see less friction when interacting with government.
0: Sandra, back to you. What does an Agile future look like from your view in Vermont?
2: So I believe overall we'll see you know, that projects will move through the execution more efficiently, faster, um, ultimately able to create cost savings in how we execute IT projects. Um, as well as creating more collaborative environment, less silos, and being able to put products and services out into market uh, quicker for our Vermont citizens.
0: Sandra, Glenn, William, Stacy, thanks so much for offering your thoughts today on Priorities. Great.
2: Thank you for having us. Thank you
1: for
0: having me. You're welcome. Thank you. So there it is. Agile development is changing the way that government IT works. Thanks again to our guests from Vermont, Colorado, and North Carolina first joining the show today. And to our audience, make sure you watch this space. State Scoop has another full season of priorities for you in store for the rest of this year, covering everything from cybersecurity to cloud to digital government to shared services and more. What's more exciting about the top 10 priorities for state CIOs is just how interwoven they all really are. And we'll get into all of that and more on the rest of this season of State Scoop's Priorities Podcast. But for now, I'm Jake Williams, State Scoop's Associate Publisher and Director of Strategic Initiatives. Thanks for listening.